You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com War Eagle Auburn fans, this is editor Kyle Loomis coming to give you a quick note before the beginning of this episode of Bada Get a Bachelor. Here at the network, we pride ourselves on giving the Auburn family the widest variety and best content when it comes to Auburn athletics and Auburn-related things. And that's what we did when we ventured into this interesting yet sometimes crazy world that is The Bachelor and the connection to Auburn's Madison Pruitt. When we did this, uh, we knew that there would be some very uh, difficult and important but uh, mature conversations and themes that would come up. Well, this is going to be one of those episodes where there are some very uh, adult things that are discussed. And so my advice and disclaimer for you, the listener, is to consider who is in your listening audience. And if this is something that, A, you wouldn't be comfortable with or someone maybe a younger person that is with you currently while you're listening, it might be a good idea to switch off and try again uh, a little bit later when it can just be you and people that are um, able to understand the type of conversations that will be going forward. Those be around themes of love and the things that come with it, especially in The Bachelor. So that is your disclaimer. Just understand that we are always going to strive to be family friendly here, but this is one episode where there will be some more mature themes that need to be discussed. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy this edition of Bada Get a Bachelor. On today's BGB, we're live from the land down under. Crikey, mate! Crikey! It's Fantasy Sweet Week. And if you don't know what that means, it means that we're bouncing around with the kangaroos. The kangakangas. The the roo-roos. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody call Steve Irwin's daughter. Bendy. Or Robert, his son. Or some other... His wife. Really famous Australian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, as you can tell, obviously, by our wonderful Australian accents, this week on The Bachelor, we were in Australia, and it was time for Fantasy Suites. Absolutely. And before we even begin, shout out to Chandler for taking my place last week um, so I could study for my exit exam. Good old Fullman. I greatly appreciate it, and that episode was incredible. I loved listening to two grown men talk about The Bachelor. Mm. It was great. We were uh, we were pretty great, if I do say so myself. No, crushed it. Shout out to myself, um, and, and <laughs> high, shout out to high five yourself. Shout yeah. out to uh, Seafull on. Uh, hey, we we did good. We 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 managed to uh, to last forty minutes, and you know we managed to uh, shout out you and Charlie on on the broadcast. So mm-hmm. you know we Makes did good. Moves. Talk uh, about dating a million women. Well, like I said, you know. We we redeemed ourselves. Uh, we had to shout out the girls. So, but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, 
this episode really sent us into a panic mode with how we were going to go about this because uh, this is a family-friendly network. And um, I know that everybody has heard the disclaimer at this point. Um, but with Fantasy Suites, it is, uh, if you're going to do an episode and we agreed to um, put this show into motion for this season because of the obvious Auburn ties, but um, we had to be uh, accountable for what fantasy suites are actually about and 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 it just point blank it's about intimacy and and sex so and also um if if you don't know what that word means it means that two people just hang out spend some time together play with some legos um they might hold hands things get kind of wild they might they might rub noses and eskimo Mm -hmm. kiss that's that's how babies are made you gotta be careful of that i know I'm I'm very well noses. aware you should never rub noses before marriage. No, no nub no rosing. No nub rosing. <laughs> no nub rosing. No um, um. So I think before Ma- we even Madison, would you accept this uh, nub rose? Like 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 I'd like love to like accept like that nub rose. Like <laughs> <laughs> I say this as I am someone as you as a listener have probably been aware that says like frequently we are a part of the same same. Human, well, same soul. We're the like souls. Well, the it's like a crutch people. word, and and my crutch word, as many people on this show, and um, on every on Boom Tracker, and if I was on any other podcast any other time, my crutch word is you know. It is. I say that very. I, I'll pause and I, you know, uh, and I say that you know, a lot. You know, I'm the same way with um. That being said, I say that a lot. That and like. And like, yes. You I could do. have a like off with Maddie P. And if you ever get an interview with Madison Pruitt, I want you to Let have a like you, off. I would love to have a like off with her. But speaking of Maddie P, before we even get into the Australia, the down under, um, I think it's important to talk about kind of where we left off in the last episode. Um, as Chandler and Dallas talked about last week, um, our last episode left us kind of quite literally at a hangar. Um, and basically Maddie was walking over to Peter and saying, hey, can, can we talk about some things? And you could tell that Maddie was nervous. You could tell that she was nervous and might not have fully been able to process what was going through her head. But the main gist was she was trying to lightly touch on the fact that she was nervous about fantasy suites because of him having sex with other women. Um... It had some pauses there. It, it had some, some long pauses, but um, her point was was there, and um, I think that, I mean, she even says later in the show that she left that conversation, I think, feeling even more nervous and stressed, just because I think that she even knew that she didn't really get to process what she needed to say. Um, but she talks to him a little bit. They have a little little forehead kiss, and they head to Australia. Land down under. Yeah, two things. And first one is surprise. I'm American. Um, probably thought I was Australian. With you know there for a little while. It's like um, it's like Brie. That's how you know good I you know portrayed being it's like an Brie Australian from um. Colton yeah, season. Brie from Colton season. Oh yes, the accent. It's Australian. Yeah. She so faked Australian so surprise. Accent. We're American. Um, Plot twist. Anyway, very southern. But uh. Second thing, you know, you talk about this conversation that she had. I've been told I can be transparent on this show. 
I've been a Madison hot man this whole season. Still am going to be a Madison hot man because she's great, mm-hmm. makes good decisions. But uh, I will say this, Madison, if you're listening, I hated the way you handled the conversation. She... <sighs> like, and by, by me saying that, this is what I'm saying. You drove me up the wall. That's true. I was sitting beside you and you were very stressed with it. I mean, it was, it, it, it was like, it was about, it was about a 10 minute conversation that, uh, just was nothing but pauses and, um, broken sentences that had no meaning. And, yeah. uh, basically what it ended up was, uh, Peter, uh, don't, have don't, sex. don't sex, don't do no sex, do no, no sex. sex. Um, yeah, and I mean, you can't tell a grown man that he can't play with his Legos. You can't do that. So, Maddie, I mean, you gotta let him build his starship, okay? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, <laughs> That's this, a fantastic This is gonna be a long observation. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I do agree. Um, it wasn't her most articulated moment on the show. No, it just left me, I I felt like I was going to go crazy just sitting there waiting for her to just spit it out to Peter that, hey, Peter, um, just how about this? Just don't, don't practice intimacy with any of the other women that are left and uh, we're going to be Gucci. Like, that's all you had to say. Or even, uh, hey, hey, I've never had sex before and uh, that's the way I'm going to keep it. So cool. Cool beans. Like, yeah. And, you know, I I think that the producer saw this as an opportunity. And it was an opportunity, honestly, not in favor of Madison, but in the favor of good television drama. Um, most of the time, once you get past, really, the final five, you kind of have this separation of the, the women. Yeah. You have this separation of the women where... Basically, they don't see each other again. But I think because of Maddie's kind of finally making it known that she's waiting until marriage, I think the producer saw it as an ample opportunity to slam all three of these women in the same Airbnb. Yeah, and she ended up, you know, telling the both girls separately, you know, or well, no, she t- she ended up talking to Hannah separately mm-hmm. um, about the way she felt and I was sitting there the whole time thinking you should just keep your mouth shut I would not tell these girls anything Mm -hmm. because they're gonna run and tell the other and it's gonna be a just a big crapshoot from here on out and uh right so what I thought was really interesting was the fact that none of the girls had any inkling that they were gonna be staying with the other women I mean you could tell every time another girl walked in they're like what why are you here what are you doing here? Um, and what I thought was a really funny moment was Madison just being polite <laughs> looks at Hannah Ann and Victoria Evan goes, So um, how are y'all's dates? How are y'all homes how is hometowns for y'all? And Victoria F <laughs> just makes the face. She just makes a <laughs> kind of uncomfortable, very good sort of face. I mean, you could tell she did not want to talk about it, and I really don't blame her one bit. So, um, then basically the women are sitting on the couch and enter Peter. Peter comes in, starts talking about how he's excited for this week and steals Hannah Ann. Yep. And then it's time for their date. Mm-hmm. And 
really and truly, the dates, usually the final three dates to me have a lot more, not necessarily depth, but just kind of, I guess, like meat to them. Um, they went jet ski riding and smooched on the paddleboard. And that's about the extent of the day part of their day. Or, yeah, like, it was a really simple date. I mean, but you did get Peter talking about how he loved his time with Hannah Ann. He enjoyed every moment he had with her. He enjoyed the whole experience. He enjoyed being around her. He was falling in love with her. So you kind of get a little bit more of where his emotions are at with everything. Um, But... I mean, other than that, that's really, and she feels the same way. She keeps reminding him, I'm not giving up on you. I'm not giving up on this. And then the night portion comes around and basically they just kind of reaffirm one another. of, I like you. I like you too. Remember that love note you wrote me? Yeah, me too. You want to hold hands at recess? Yeah, let's go. I mean... (sighs) Not a whole lot of depth. Um, it was definitely one of my favorite Hannah Ann moments just because, I don't know, I don't think that she's gotten the best cut this season. I mean, she just kind of seems like a neutral girl right now. She seems sweet, but very just kind of neutral. Um, but then out of nowhere, he pulls a card out from under a plate like a magician he is. And she reads the card acting like she has no idea that it says, Hey, girl, you want to go to Fantasy Suites? And build Lego Castle? Mm-hmm. And she says yes. She said, I'm so excited that you brought your Legos because I brought mine too. And then they went upstairs and they built the biggest Lego castle in their pillow fort. Um, it was right after they had a really steamy shower and Hannah slammed her hand on a glass door and it was a lot of really mysterious innuendos that I didn't understand. The Legos weren't out then. But... Then the camera cuts. I'm sure they had a lot of fun playing with their Legos. I'm sure. It was probably a good time. Probably really took me back to those old days of, mm-hmm. of playing Legos. Playing and Legos. Stepping on one just randomly and how mm-hmm. aggravating that was. But Sure. Um, yeah. What a, Maybe what built a, a uh, Pella Fort. I know. Talked about their feelings. I know. It was just, wow. Mm-hmm. Made me, made me just really, really happy mm-hmm. for them. I don't know um, if they know it's cuddled. Yeah, probably no Eskimo kisses, but uh, definitely, definitely Legos. Definitely um, some Legos. Definitely some Legos. But anyway, um, that happened, and uh, well, that's happening. Madison is slowly pacing back and forth. She's at having, the Airbnb. A, she's having a cow. She's stressed. Which I mean, let's just be honest. The producers were like, "Hmm, Madison has a vision of how she'd like this to go. Let's make it as difficult for her as possible." I'm, I mean, the producers—they're there to make that TV. They're there to make that good TV. Um, they play it. I'm telling you, the producers play the role of the devil. Mm-hmm. And uh, as about as us Auburn fans know, in Maddie's P, in Maddie P's case, no matter what happens, we know that there's a plan for Maddie P. And we know we Auburn fans know this because when the devil be messing, the Lord be blessing. <laughs> Great Cameron Jarrell said that, and. uh We've been living by that one ever since, haven't we? But Hannah Ann comes back, and basically it's Victoria F. goes, Hey, how was your date? And she was like, It was it was good. And then Victoria F. goes, All right, I gotta go get cute for mine. Bye. And you could tell that she really didn't care. As, <sighs> as, nor, did, nor did I. So. Yeah. 
Just saying. And Victoria F. gets dressed, and she's just already thinking to herself, man, I cannot wait to gaslight Peter, only this time with Legos. And they go, and they take a plane ride. They explore a waterfall. They honestly, I will say this, it's probably the least problematic she's been all season. By far. I mean... If this is how she was the entire season, I think that we would have a bit more of an understanding of why she's still in the final three. Yep. But instead, she chose to date a million country music singers. and uh, You know, I was really waiting for someone super random, I don't know, like Russell Dickerson just to pop up out of nowhere and just be like, oh, hey, I dated you one time. or And then just breaks out into yours. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, but instead, all you really heard in the background was chirping monkeys. I mean... It's pretty chill. No country music. Maybe that's the sign. Maybe they just can't listen to country music together. Maybe not. Maybe. But, I mean, she's being silly. She's being fun. They talk about their communication issues. And then later that night at dinner, she really kind of goes into details of kind of trying to explain why she is the way she is. And... Poorly, though. Is it justified? No. But do I hear her kind of? Maybe. Um, I think she's a liar. I mean, I think she's a liar. I think that she is a whole bag of crazy. I think she's a whole but, heaping mess of a liar. That's what I think. Uh, ugh, I, I don't know. It's like reality Steve said. I mean, he has never gotten more negative emails about someone. So Oof. that's all I got You know say it's rough. It. You know it's rough when reality Steve calls you out. With proof, too, on this. With of proof. So that's even worse. Um, but she kind of explains herself as, well, you know, I, um, I dated a guy for three and a half years, and, um... Congratulations. He, he never really asked me about my feelings and wanted to understand where I was coming from, so, um, I guess I'm just not used, used to someone asking me these questions and meaning it. Wait, you mean women have feelings? I, uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't have feelings. None, no feelings here. No, not a single one. I am the perfect woman. I'm emotionless. Wow. What a lucky man I am. Kidding. I'm filled with emotions. <laughs> um, and there's nothing wrong. Emotions are always valid. But it's the matter of not throwing your emotions at other people. Like Victoria F. does with her gaslighting. Um, but basically at that point... <laughs> Peter hands her the letter. She didn't even have to open it. She's just like, are you down? And he's like, I'm down. And then they went to ride kangaroos into the sunset all night long. I'm down. Let's go build the Millennium Falcon. Whoop, whoop. And that was the end of uh, that. <laughs> um, I mean, you wake up the next morning and they're all like, I love us. And he's like, I love us too, Victoria. I could really see a future with you. And then I could build Legos with you forever. Mm-hmm. I love Legos. And then basically she goes back <laughs> to the to the place, to the hotel, Airbnb, whatever, with all the other women. <laughs> and Anne's like, oh my God, you look so skinny. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> what a great compliment. <laughs> There's the compliment. I wish I could walk through the room and somebody look at me and say, Dallas, you look so skinny. <laughs> Um, and basically she walks in and they're like, oh, well, how was your fantasy suite? And she goes, it was productive. And I wanted to be like, reproductive. Oof. Okay, come on, one dad joke. <laughs> um, but then with all of that, you could tell that Maddie is as antsy as ever and has a million questions. 
And while Victoria F. was on um, her one-on-one, basically Hannah Ann and Maddie had a talk where I guess I kind of see both sides with it. Because, see, basically Maddie is explaining, hey, I have these standards I've set for myself my entire life, and I want him to know these standards and respect these standards, and um, I just think it would really bother me if he had slept with the other women here as... Pretty sure him and Hannah Ann played with some Legos. Um, and she's just kind of making faces. And she looks at Maddie and kind of goes, well, you know what you signed up for when you came here. Truth. And I'm going to be honest. Truth bomb. I mean, Peter is known for the windmill. Yes. And when I say the windmill, I mean he apparently left a lasting impression on Bachelor Nation. Yeah, a... Uh... He he set a record number of times to play Legos in four, the windmill. Four times. I don't four know times. how you can build that many skyscrapers. And I don't know. But either way, Hannah said it was one of the best times she's ever had playing with Legos. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of, mm, it's kind of one of those things where I I hear Madison's logic and I really respect and value her morals and. I love them as they're very, very similar to mine. Um, and I really do agree with a lot of things she's saying. But, again, Peter is known for having sex in a windmill four times. And alongside of that, I mean, it's The Bachelor. And you should kind of know what you're coming into. And I say this as I think that Peter has the potential to grow and improve. Um, and I think he really does care about Maddie, um, and we're gonna get into their date next, but I really don't know how equally yoked they are in regards to her beliefs. Definitely not. Um, so that's just kind of where I see some challenges for her, if you will. Um, but with that, it's time for her date, and they started off by doing what honestly I think could be Dallas's dream date. You want to tell them about it? Uh, first off... I would never in a million years do this because I hate heights. Um, never been on a plane before and uh, am dreading the day when I have to. But um, I'm not a height person, so you're never going to catch me jumping out of a plane. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to catch me uh, climbing up the side of one, <laughs> which is uh, apparently what they were doing um, for some strange reason. They climbed the side of the highest building in Australia. Yeah, and that's a uh, negative ghost rider. Um, if you ever thought that you would bring me on a date like that, mm. you would be sadly mistaken. Let me just say, this is a small sidebar. One time my mother was like, hey, I want to take you and Dallas to the zoo. Which I, okay, hey, I like animals. Let's mm-hmm. go to the zoo. We went to the zoo. And then my mom paid for... All three of us to get on the ski lift thing that takes you around the zoo. Big mistake. Side note, might I add, the only thing holding you in is a metal bar that's honestly like two feet away from your body. Big, big mistake. Your shoes could fall off. I mean, you're like going over the lion's den. Yep, big, big, (laughs) big, big mistake. Tigers. I mean, honestly, if I wanted to jump in and hang out with a cheetah, I could. Um, I think that that was the day that Dallas learned... That he might have to say no before he agrees to something with my mom. It, it was also the day that I learned that a 24-year-old could still soil their pants. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But back to Maddie P. Um, it's not just it's not just uh, babies and old folks. People, a twenty four year old can still soil their pants. It's a Dallas Ham as well. So they get to their night portion, and I mean, Peter hugs Maddie and literally looks and goes, "I can feel your heart racing." And let me say, Maddie looks beautiful. Oh, gorgeous! Absolutely beautiful. 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 Um. And she tells him, you know, I'm excited about this, but I'm nervous. We have a lot to talk about. And then from there, they really just kind of sit down and it seems to really just jump right in of essentially the gist of the conversation is I have these standards that I hold myself to and I don't know if I could get down on or I could accept a proposal in six days when you get down on one knee knowing that you've slept with other women here. If you did. If you did. And basically she's like, I'm not asking for the details. I just, it would be very hard for me. And basically that's when Peter is kind of like, and eventually admits to her, hey, like, I have been intimate while being here. And you can tell that just completely crushed Maddie. Broke her heart. And um, I am... Time for it's time for the opinion portion of this show, and uh, I'm gonna say this um, because I I have two sides to the coin and like to play devil's advocate every now and then. But in this case, I don't really know if it's devil's advocate. I would say it's actually just that I feel two different ways. Um, I believe she waited way too long to tell him. I agree. Um, I respected. Colton, because he did it about episode five or yeah, so. Yeah, Colton was a virgin and told um, Becca. Becca very early on that he mm-hmm. was a virgin, because that's pretty big. I um, think people should know that about you. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. No, but you just not have at to, all. You have to be mindful of the dynamic of the show and the fact that Fantasy Suites is kind of the last moment before the engagement. Um, it's really that and then meeting Peter's parents. And then bam. And uh, so I see like where that could, you know, it could be difficult on Peter because at that point he really didn't, I guess, know mm-hmm. her. Because again, at the yeah, beginning of the show, that conversation Legos. was trash. I yeah. mean, she did a terrible job at the beginning t- trying to tell him he probably what was on her mind. left that conversation thinking, so y- you don't want to play with my Legos? I mean, um, yeah. It's possible that that's the way that was, but um, I I just don't think she handled it all at all the best way. And um, but at the same time, you know, she is proud of the way that she's lived, and she mm-hmm. should be. Um, but she said something that stood out to me when she said that um, she had already made compromises. Mm. already this season um and i don't know what those compromises are um it's probably kissing other women yeah okay so just minuscule stuff like that kissing uh which i mean if you think about definitely not kissing other women as you just said but kissing peter after he's been kissing (laughs) other women well, um, Peter kissing other women. Yeah. Um. I mean, I get that. I mean, if we were to have been dating and you had kissed another woman, or 30, I would probably have a hard time with that, too. 
Yeah, but this is our, our life's not The Bachelor. That's true. You know what I mean? So That's uh, very true. I they mean, don't have firearms on The Bachelor, point. and they don't have a dad that would hunt you down. It's true. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a uh, it's a total opposite side of the coin thing because again, I think that she she was in the wrong for waiting so long to tell him she should have let that be known a lot earlier because he could i mean even if she'd have let him know a lot earlier she could still be on this show at this point and again keeping because he mind, really likes her keeping in mind the type of not saying peter's a bad guy because peter's a great guy but when it comes to the religious value i mean he's even told her that it's something that he's not as strong in but he wants to get stronger at yeah so i just kind of Playing devil's advocate, kind of think to myself, you know, well, what did you expect? Yeah. From a man that I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's a morally good guy. It's just kind of the matter of I think that she is such a strong believer that she needs that she expects a strong believer and wants and desires and I think deserves a strong believer. Yeah. Um. And I don't know because I mean we'll touch on this in a second, but I don't know. You know, at this point, what's going to happen in the finale, and that's going to be in two weeks, because mm-hmm. next week we get Women Tell All, where they all come back and have a big showdown against each other. It's so fun. Um, but, and I, again, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going to happen in two weeks during the finale, um, but at this point, it's just my opinion that she should just get up and walk. I mean, mm-hmm. because... She is so strong in her faith and and knows what she wants and has lived her life very strongly and and has really been her willpower has been so strong that uh it's just at this point I'm like you know I feel I feel you'd be better off to to explore another option because it's just you know that would be a huge compromise you know mm-hmm. which I will say this as far as Peter goes you know not saying Peter was right, but at the same time, what he, you know, it's just a weird concept. The show's a weird concept. I want to give a disclaimer now that this is very different from what happened in two seasons ago um, with Hannah Brown and Luke P. Luke P was manipulative. He was demanding. He did, he wasn't coming from a place of, this is what I believe. And, this is my expectations for myself. It was more of a, you need to do this kind of attitude. So two completely different. Um, the comparison between the two, uh, to me, is just apples and oranges. Big time. Um, but you can tell that this conversation kind of really has them shaken up and stuck as to what to do next. Because, let's be real, our girl Maddie P is, without a doubt, the favorite. Without yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, she's the favorite, and he... I don't know. He knows... I just don't want to say he messed up because, I mean, in his own right, he, he didn't mess up. You know I what I mean? She was pretty vague about what she meant, yes. or at least of what we saw right. from the show. There could have been more to it, and we just saw clips. Yeah, but, but I, I don't I don't fault him in this situation at all, um, and I don't, I don't fault her either, but uh, she could have handled it different in terms of making it more known the way she felt at a better time and you know being more transparent about it um Mm -hmm. but i i just you know he makes it very clear because she's already at this point during that this date she's made it clear at that point that hey i'm gonna walk if you if you Mm -hmm. have played legos with um the other women Mm -hmm. and uh so he obviously 
you know, tells her without detail that yeah, I built I built the Millennium Falcon with um with, with Victoria F and I built the uh built the Bat Cave with um Hannah Ann and, and see, uh, basically Maddie has just not taken any of her Legos out of the box and she's just really saving her she's Legos. saving her Legos for the right person. Yeah, and for the 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 perfect time for the perfect play date. Yep. With her future husband. Exactly. And so and I respect that. I do too. But um and but at that point, you know, she's it's looking like she's gonna walk and uh he just makes it very table. clear he makes it very clear he does not want her to to leave that mm-hmm. that he's okay, you know, that they're both crying. It's okay that she didn't want to play Legos with him and uh And he didn't want the fact that he's built other Lego figurines with other women to make her think that he doesn't want to play Legos forever and have a life in a house, a Lego house. Yeah. Um, I mean, he really wants to build a playhouse and have a play family with her. Yep, exactly. Um, But it kind of leaves us on this cliffhanger of basically Peter's like, I, I don't want you to go. Like, I want, no, like, I can't lose you. I can't lose you. I can't lose you. And, Maddie's just really in her head, and it just kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger. And then they show some, if you will, kind of... Promos. Promos. And in the promos, Hannah Ann and Victoria F. are standing there going, where's Maddie? Where is Maddie at? And I don't know if it's something where he gives her a rose beforehand, if she leaves, if she panics and walks away. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We don't really know what happens. But then it gives us the the Mama Weber, don't let her go. And that is 100% about Maddie P. I really do think it is. Yeah, there's no way it's not. Because, I mean. They loved her. You can tell that, like, Peter, I mean, he even says he's just like, I'm heartbroken. I'm sick to my stomach. I mean, I'm pretty sure that our girl, I think our girl, prediction here, tinfoil hat on, I think that our, our girl leaves Peter's heartbroken, just questions everything. He can freaks out. He might continue on with the show. He might not. And then maybe eventually he just apologizes to Maddie. If I don't think that happens, I think that maybe he and Maddie don't work out and then he ends up with a Hannah Ann, but that's my second theory. Yeah, uh, and so two weeks is what we got to wait for the first. Probably going to be two episodes for a finale. If right. I had to guess, it'll so, probably be a Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, so probably weeks. probably a double header um, mm-hmm. on in two weeks. So we got to wait that long, but that's the uh, that's the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, um, yeah. So a lot of lot of just drama over some Legos, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't throw don't throw stones at a Lego house. This um, is what. <laughs> This is why I always just played with Lincoln Longs as a child. They're less problematic. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, everybody, thanks for joining in. Uh, thanks for listening to us ramble about Legos and the joy of life. Um, and so just can't can't wait to uh, be back here. Probably, I would say in two weeks, unless uh, there's enough juice on Women Tell All to even honestly worry about. It's a prediction for a women to all. McKenna. Tongue out everywhere. Tammy, I apologize, but I don't apologize. And then maybe some eye rolls here and there from other people. Maybe um, 
uh, Kiara says some words wrong. Kiara, Kiara, it's been so long. Maybe she says lingerie again. Um, all I know is this season has been packed with some people that are going to make for a great Bachelor in Paradise. Yep, for sure. So, all I gotta say. Uh, Again, join us back probably two weeks. I'll probably give it a two-week time frame, and uh, we'll, we'll have the double the double entendre finale um, and a bunch of juicy stuff to talk about. Um, it was fun being in the land down under. Crikey, mate. We about got eaten by an alligator playing with our Legos. Wow. I'm just really excited, but Peter... I think that he's going to find love. I just hope that he finds it quick because Maddie, she's not staying around long if he keeps playing with his Legos. I mean, his Legos are all over the floor and he just expects Maddie to step on. I don't know what accent I'm doing anymore. Probably not Australian. I think I'm starting to just kind of sound like an angry Irish man. Start, yeah, well, probably more like a New Zealander, British type. Crikey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, we're signing off. It's Thank you for fun. listening to Born Again a Bachelor. BGB, we're out. War Eagle, everybody. Peace and blessings. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to e2cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?